Hi, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I'm Wardy, a wife and mom of three, lead teacher, blogger, and founder of traditionalcookingschool.com. I'm also the author of The Complete Idiot's Guide to Fermenting Foods. Ask Wardy is the weekly show devoted to answering your niggling questions about traditional cooking. Maybe it's your sourdough starter, your sauerkraut, preserving foods, broth, superfoods, or anything else to do with traditional cooking. You can catch Ask Wardy live each Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, that's 1 p.m. Eastern, or through the podcast and video replays at askwardy.tv. And now, let's get to today's show. Hey everyone, I'm Wardy, and welcome to Ask Wardy. I have one of my favorite cast iron pans here today because that is our topic. We are talking about cast iron. What's the best way to reseason it? And also, how do you know when it's time to reseason it and how to go about that? So welcome. This is Ask Wardy, the weekly show where I answer your questions about traditional cooking, and I'm so thrilled you're all here. We meet at the same time every Wednesday, 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern, and if you're with me live, great. If you're not, um, no problem too, because all the recording and the transcript and links are all ready for you at askwardy.tv. So while you're coming on live, I want to welcome you um, to Ask Wardy and let you know a couple things. First, as you're coming on, you're joining me on Facebook, please do post in the comments with what you're sipping on, where you're from, and your first name so I can welcome you. And also know that if you're live, uh, Millie is right there in the comments answering questions and posting links. No matter what, though, everything is ready for you at askwardy.tv. All you do is look for episode 52. That's today's episode about cast iron. All right. Um, and I don't think I told you who I am. I'm Wardy from Traditional Cooking School. We're all about traditional cooking, and a really fantastic tool in our traditional cooking is to get rid of um, the un, some of the unhealthy pans that people have been using for far too long, like Teflon, and we use cast iron instead. And if you do your cast iron right, you have a healthy, non-stick, amazing surface for cooking. Um, it's every bit as good as non-stick, but it's healthy. And we're going to talk about how to do that right today. Um, so again, look below the video for links and more and all the notes and the transcript for this episode are at askwardy.tv. So let's jump into um, today's question. It comes from Emily. She's asking for help with her cast iron. The issue is that cast iron, if it's done right, is a huge blessing. You have a healthy nonstick surface for your cooking. It's fun and it's healthy. If cast iron is done wrong, then you have a big mess. You have food that sticks you have um, just a mess to clean up, you have burned bits in your food, and it is just not a fun experience. So we really wanna get it right. I'm sure you all agree. Emily wants to get it right also. Here's what she said. I've started using cast iron more often. How do I know it's time to reseason, and how do I go about that? Great question, Emily. In our home, we use cast iron as often as we use our Instant Pot. It is pretty much the um, pan that goes on the stove. I mean, other than we're boiling pasta or something, then we've got a big stock pot. But cast iron is what we cook and what we fry in. And this is actually one of our favorite pans. Everybody 
uses this to fry their eggs just about every day. It holds three to four eggs perfectly and anyway, it gets used a lot. So I'm really uh, thrilled to have it here as an example. And I'm gonna be showing you another example today too as we talk through this issue, Emily. And that is the example of a pan that um, is ready for a reseasoning, which is part of your question. Okay, so let's get into it. Um, I think it's fantastic, Emily, that you're using cast iron. For anybody who's not on the same page um, with cast iron in this term that I'm using, seasoning, you might be going, seasoning, what's that? Well, if you have a cast iron pan, it's cast iron. And um, if you just try to cook on it, uh, you're going to have a sticky, yucky mess, no fun. You probably want to throw it away and never touch it again because stuff's going to burn. It's going to be hard to clean. So seasoning are layers of... Um, Fat. It's like a coating um, that's on the pan that makes it wonderful to use, basically. But there's a good way to do um, your seasoning, and, and well, I should say I have a preferred way of doing the seasoning, and that's what I'm going to share with you today. So seasoning is very important. Seasoning can make or break whether or not you ever want to touch cast iron again. If you get the seasoning right, I promise you, you will love using cast iron. If you get the seasoning wrong, you will hate using cast iron. So seasoning really is the layers that are on the pan that make it usable. And we, or I would say 100% of the time, it's fat, it's oil. It makes it, gives it a, um, ideally a non-stick surface. Okay, so that's seasoning and it is essential. So you said, Emily, that you're beginning to use cast iron. Um, I don't know necessarily if you're using my method for seasoning cast iron. If you are, great. Uh, just in case you're not, and for everyone else who's listening here, I want to go through quickly the basics of my favorite method for um, <laughs> my favorite method for seasoning cast iron. And I had to laugh there because Alessandra's saying either you're really strong or your pan is really light. Okay, this is a small pan. It's like a six inch. Um, or an eight inch, so it's just a small one. Um, and it's it's heavy, but you know, if you think I'm strong, that's great. Um, so it's not too heavy. Okay, um, so the method, let's talk about the best method for seasoning cast iron. I have to give credit where credit is due. This is a method that was taught to me by my dear friend, Jamie, um, in Oregon, and we have a post on it at traditionalcookingschool.com. Millie will paste that link below this video um, in the comments, or just go to askwardy.tv to get it. Um, it's a fantastic method, and what it involves is organic high lignin flax oil, okay? And I'm going to walk you through the basic process um, but I'm going to keep it very simple for the purposes of this podcast. So if you want the full details and all the extra things that Jamie has shared, be sure to follow the link to the original method. Okay? And by the way, this method for seasoning your cast iron is truly, uh, I could say life-changing, but it's at least kitchen-changing. It will make cooking with cast iron amazing for you. It's an amazing seasoning. Okay, so the first thing you're going to do is you're going to have a cast iron pan. And if you've purchased... A new one, it may come with a seasoning from the manufacturer. If you picked one up at a thrift store, it may have a gunky seasoning on it. Um, so your first step, no matter what, is to prepare your pan. And that means strip it down. Um, the manufacturer's seasonings today are often soy-based oils, which I don't want anywhere um, near our food. Um, and then, of course, if you buy a thrift store pan, you don't really know what's on it, and oftentimes people send them to the thrift store because they're really messed up. So 
you know, 99% of the time you're going to have to get your pan stripped bare. Okay. And so that could be elbow grease. I mean, I have spent hours on pans just scraping with a knife. Um, if you have an oven with a self-cleaning function, my daughter has done it successfully where you put the pan in when you're cleaning your oven and um, you may have to do it a couple times and the self-cleaning oven will um, strip your pan for you. Uh, once, well, you know, I, I have a self-cleaning oven right now, but I've never had one before. And I had a pan once that no matter what elbow grease I put into it, I could not strip it. It was just too much work. So I relented and bought um, um, an oven cleaner, industrial strength oven cleaner. And I went outside and I wore, um, you know, a mask. I didn't want to breathe anything in. I went outside so there was good ventilation. And I sprayed that pan with a thick layer and I put it in a plastic bag and I let it sit for 24 hours. Um, so pretty much minimized the toxicity of it, but took advantage of its power. And then the next day I opened up the package again, I was wearing a mask and I was outside for ventilation and, you know, like 99% of the gunk came off from that cleaner. So there's various ways that you can clean your pans, but it's really important that you strip it bare. And that is step one. Okay. Step two, now we're going to get into, you know, actually doing the seasoning. Um, step two is to warm your pan up. You're going to stick it in an oven at 200 degrees and it just warms up the metal and opens up the pores. You may not know it, but the metal has pores. It has openings. And so you just want to prepare it to receive the seasoning. And that's by warming it up for like about a half hour. Um, and, and if the pan is wet at all, it'll dry out. But anyway, it prepares it to receive the seasoning. Then what you do is you get your flaxseed oil and... Um, I know everybody says flaxseed oil goes rancid when heated. That is true. We are not using the oil in that manner here. Um, this flaxseed oil is actually going to be heated so hot during the seasoning process that it's going to change completely and get baked and seared into the pores of the pan and create a non-stick surface that is not the same as cooking flaxseed oil. Okay, it goes way past that and it creates this nonstick surface in your pan that's natural and healthy. Um, so step three, we've prepared the pan by stripping it. We've warmed it up. And now what you do is you squeeze a small amount of this on your pan. You rub it all over the inside. You, you don't need to do the outside or the handle because you're not cooking in there. But you rub it all over. And then you take a paper towel and you wipe off as much as you can. You can't wipe off too much. You really do need to wipe off as much as you can. I'm not exaggerating. You really don't want to be able to um, have any oil pooling on the pan at all because what you've done is you've put the flaxseed oil on, it's in the pores of the pan, and you've wiped off all the excess. It's really important to wipe, 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 wipe. Uh, I'm not exaggerating here. Wipe it all off. There will be a tiny bit left. It'll look a little bit dull. And then you're going to put it in... Um, your oven upside down and it's going to be between 400 and 500 degrees so hot it's really as hot as your oven can go and um, do it for an hour and when the hour is up you just turn your oven off and let it all cool down including the pan then you take your pan out when it's cooled and you're going to repeat the process of putting oil on rubbing it rubbing it off like five or six times and as you do it it's going to get shinier and shinier every time as this flaxseed oil 
turns into a nonstick surface, just very thin layer at a time. It'll be baked into the pores of the pan. Now this pan was done a few years ago actually, so it's still quite shiny, um, but when you freshly do a cast iron seasoning, it'll be even shinier than this by the sixth coat, okay? Um, the first coat's just, it's not gonna look this shiny. That is the seasoning method for cast iron. It takes some work up front, but it is so worth it because then as you begin to use your pan, it's going to be like a nonstick pan. Um, caveat though, pay attention in just a bit. I'm gonna give you some tips for cooking with it because we don't cook with it exactly like your Teflon nonstick pans. It can function as nonstick, but you still have to do some, you still have to cook with it, cook with respect for the cast iron, if that makes sense. And I'll tell you about that in a minute. Okay, so um, let's get into some care and cleaning tips. And um, I'm gonna quote to you from my friend Jamie. She's the one who came up with this method. I'm just gonna quote you how she cares for and cleans her cast iron, okay? She says, most of the time, I only have to wipe out my pan with paper towels. She's referring to, you know, after, after you use it and you're cleaning up. For best results, always clean your pans while they're warm, just after using, and I feel that's true as well. And what I try to do is get the food out and actually put some water in while it's still warm so it can begin soaking. And it does, most of the time, just scrape right clean. Like, no problem at all. She goes on to say, when sticky sauces and such have been cooked, run hot water over the pan and scrub it with a nonstick pad or brush at the same time. Um actually don't know what nonstick pad means, but I'll tell you what I use. <laughs> a scrubber here, okay? So, and a scraper. So scraper, scrubber, with water. Then place the pan back on the still warm burner and wipe dry with a paper towel. She looks for a semi-shiny finish with no dull spots, which is basically what this looks like. Got it? Okay. At times, you may see some dull areas on the bottom of your pan. I'm still quoting from Jamie. This is a very small amount of cooked on food oil, and you can remove this by scrubbing your pan while it's still warm on the burner with a steel kitchen scrub pad or one of these scrubbers or a green one. The green ones are a little bit rougher than these blue uh, scotch scrubbers. And you can scrub with some oil. If the food was cooked in oil, you can leave some of it in the pan and use that oil while you're scrubbing, or you can add some oil and you really scrub until it's sliding smoothly over the surface and you don't have that little bit of um, burnt on ridge there on your pan. You don't wanna see or feel any raised areas. And then you wipe completely with your kitchen towel or paper towels and you allow it to cool and dry. And when you're done, the finish should look semi-glossy again, no dull spots, um, and it's smooth or at least as smooth as cast iron can be. So here's a side note. If you are shopping for cast iron, and there's a link below this video to a podcast where I talked about, you know, what to look for when you're shopping for used cast iron and brands and such. One thing I'll just say is if you're in a position to shop for cast iron, see how smooth this is? The new cast iron pans that I've seen from Lodge and elsewhere, they have a bumpy surface. Um, I know you can get those to work. I don't care for those bumpy surfaces. So I just avoid those and I look for smooth, just like this. I feel that smooth works. It works especially if you're baking things in it, like a cornbread or something. Um, it tends to just stick much less. And if you're doing pancakes 
or scrambled eggs or fried eggs, your spatula is just smooth under the food um, to flip and turn or, or um, you know, slice your cornbread and pull it up. Anyway, I really prefer smooth cast iron. Uh, so I just finished talking you through, um, you know, Jamie's tips. Let me add some tips of my own. I just did one, what kind to purchase. Um, but here I'm going to tell you some other tips about care and cleaning. So when you're cooking with cast iron, keep the heat low. This is really important. You would use lower heat than you do with other pans. It's just really important. You just don't go as high with cast iron. Um, you can still fry. You still, like we do fried chicken, we sear hamburgers, we sear steaks in cast iron. Uh, you just, you know, I rarely go over medium. And I know that depends on what kind of stove you're doing. Um, our previous electric stove, I would rarely go over medium high. Uh, this gas stove we're using currently, I rarely go over medium. The point is you don't need to go as high. And if you want it to perform as nonstick, um, use a lower heat than you would with another pan. Second is to be generous with the fat. So this is one of those things I was telling you. This pan will act like nonstick, but you still have to be smart and respect the cast iron. And the way to do that is to use generous amounts of fat. This will boost the nonstick functionality of your pan. It'll really perform like nonstick if you have plenty of fat. Um, and, and then... Next is the types of fats. So choose traditional fats. So you're using butter and ghee and tallow, lard, and all of these that I mentioned, um, well, I guess I should say the ones with higher smoke points are going to work better for you at higher temperatures, but in general, use um, traditional fats. Now, the fourth thing I want to talk about is cleaning and the issue of whether or not to use soap. So as I was telling you when I was reading Jamie's tips to you, um, you know, we most of the time just have to wipe or scrape it clean, you know, just use water. Um, but I want to say that I don't think you need to be afraid of using soap. And please, nobody shoot me, okay? I know it's controversial. I know there's people out there who say never, 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 never use soap on your cast iron pans. And they act as if it would be a sin or a travesty or just like some great tragedy to do so. Um, well, what I want to say is I think you really have to take into account the kind of seasoning that you've put on your cast iron pan. And a lot of people season cast iron slowly over time just by cooking in it. So they're using normal cooking temperatures on the stovetop and whatever fat they're cooking in, they're just adding layer upon layer of their cooking fat. And if so, if they're going to use soap, um, that maybe would be a tragedy because that's going to strip away the seasoning that they're building. We, however, are not doing that kind of a seasoning. We have pre-seasoned um, around six layers of that flaxseed oil that is baked into the pores of the pan. It's not really um, layered up on the surface here. It's in the pan. And so soap is not going to ruin that. So that's what I wanted to say, um, that you don't need to be afraid of soap if you're using my seasoning method. And sometimes soap is necessary for cleaning. And so if I feel like I'm not getting the pan clean like I want to uh, with water, scrapers, and sponges, I'll add a dot of soap and I'll scrub with water with my sponge and then I dry it clean. I do dry pans um, clean with a towel every time when I'm done cleaning. Um, uh, I never let it dry or it rusts. I never let it air dry or it rusts, okay? So hopefully 
you guys will still come back, <laughs> even though I've told you not to be afraid of soap. Um, in the case of this seasoning, you don't have to be afraid of soap, using soap. So we've talked about um, how to season cast iron using the method that I prefer that I think is amazing. We've talked about tips for care and cleaning. And now I wanna talk about um, Emily's final question, which is how do you know when it's time to reseason and how do you go about that, okay? And to talk you through that, I have a pan here. And Alessandra, this one is much heavier. I don't think I can stand here holding it the whole time. Um, I don't know if you can see on the camera, but it is not as shiny and it has these patches that almost look brown on it and has some raised surfaces. And to be honest, this pan, um, I and other members of the family have not been as careful um, in cleaning it and caring for it as we go. So we have some stuff here, but we also have um, just, it just needs to be reseasoned. And it's been, I wanna say it's been five years since this one was reseasoned. So it's due, it's been due and I just haven't made the time to do it. So we don't use this pan a lot because it's just not functioning well, which leads me to telling you, how do you know when it's time to reseason? Well, several things. It could not be returning to that shine after you use and clean it. It could have baked on stuff that you're just not getting off um, when you're cleaning it. Uh, and it's just not working as well when you cook in it. Even when you use low heat and even when you use plenty of fat, it's just not working well. So then it's time to reseason it. And to reseason it, you basically do the seasoning process you did in the beginning, except you don't necessarily need to strip it clean. You may need to do a little bit of cleaning with a steel wool to get um, surfaces smooth again, but you don't have to strip the entire pan. Additionally, when you first season a pan, that's like new to you, you would do like six layers of the flaxseed oil and bake that on at high temperature one, one layer at a time. Um, but if you're reseasoning a pan that you've already given that treatment to, maybe you only have to do one or two or three more layers of the flaxseed oil. Basically what you're looking for is when it restores to that beautiful deep shine. So that does that make sense? I wanna look at my notes and make sure I've um, covered everything here. Yeah, I did. I mean, basically it's not working for you, not returning to shine. And so you clean it up. You don't necessarily need to strip it. And then you use the same seasoning method to um, restore the seasoning to the, the right thickness to make it function again with that beautiful, um, you know, nearly nonstick finish that makes cast iron so fun, so fun to work with. Let me finish up by um, telling you a couple things. First of all, if you haven't yet checked out Traditional Cooking School, I have a free video series for you, and um, you'll find the link below this video, or at askwardy.tv, look for episode 62. I point that out to you because it's a series of five videos that gives you a peek inside Traditional Cooking School without any obligation, just to see how we do things. And one of those videos is um, a skillet dishes formula where I tell you really how to dive in your pantry and create a one dish meal in a skillet from the foods that you have on hand in your pantry. And if memory serves correct, this is the pan <laughs> that I made that video in. And of course it was seasoned well at the time because it was a while back. Anyway, grab that video series so you can see making a skillet dish in a cast iron skillet. Um, also, um, 
Below this video, you'll find some other links. Um, I'll just quickly go through the list here because I've kind of put together some resources for you if you want to go further with this cast iron. So, of course, what I've already mentioned is the, um, the you know, complete instructions, in-depth instructions for the method I've shared with you today. Look below this video for the link or go to askwardy.tv episode 62. Um, why we love cast iron. So, you know, if you're wondering what the big deal is with cast iron beyond what I've shared today, check that out. Um, I mentioned there's a podcast there where I answered a listener question on how to shop for used cast iron. So I went through some brands and what to look for. Um, reheating foods without a microwave. So we use cast iron a lot for reheating foods. So there's some tips there for how to use the cast iron for that. Uh, and finally, there's a link to uh, sourcing uh, flax seed oil, high lignin, high lignin flax seed oil. And it's very important, I should have said this already, it's very important that this be fresh. So your bottle will have a use-by date on it or a sell-by date. Um, and so buy a small bottle because you're not going to use a lot of it. Maybe, you know, maybe go in with friends or family and you all re-season your cast iron at the same time. Uh, so you make use of the bottle, but you just don't want it to be expired. It's important that it be fresh oil. All right, we've covered a lot of ground. And Emily, I did see you in the comments on Facebook, so I'm really glad you made it. And I hope this was helpful and answered your questions about cast iron and when to re-season it and how to go about that. Um, I've spent a lot of time uh, collecting these resources and, of course, sharing them with you, but it's it's really not hard. You put an investment in time to prep your pan and then season it, but you will get years of fun use of cast iron if you season it the way I've told you and then if you use it and clean it in the ways that I've told you, Jamie as well. It is such a blessing. Um, you'll have the confidence that you're using a healthy cook surface for your family's foods, um, but you also just won't have the sticky, burned on mess, hard to clean. It just really, really works when you, when you set yourself up right and follow our tips. Thanks so much for joining me, everyone. It's been great to visit with you again. I'll wrap up by telling you that the transcript links and more you can find at ask40.tv. You can also find instructions for submitting your question to uh, me there. But you could do it like Emily did, and she tweeted at TradCookSchool using the hashtag Ask40, and that's how I picked up her question and answered it today. So add your question to the queue either by emailing me or by tweeting me, and you'll find instructions at askwardy.tv. And I'll see you all again right here, same time, same place. It's a blessing to be with you. So have a wonderful week, and God bless you. Thanks so much for joining me today. Here's what to do next. Ask Wardy wouldn't be possible without your questions, so please keep them coming. If you're on Twitter, tweet me, at TradCookSchool, with your question, and use the hashtag AskWardy. Or send an email to wardy at askwardy.tv. To get the show notes, links mentioned, video replay, or even to catch up on past episodes of Ask Wardy, go to askwardy.tv. To join the fun of the live video recording, be sure to follow me with the handle at tradcookschool on the Periscope app, or go to periscope.tv slash tradcookschool. We record live on Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific. That's 1 p.m. Eastern. And finally, you can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, the Podcasts app, or Stitcher. If you're on a mobile device, just search for Ask Wardy while you're in the app. If you're on a desktop or laptop, 
go to tradcookschool.com slash awitunes right in your browser. And while you're there, please leave a rating or review. I love to read your comments and your feedback makes it much more likely that others who are interested in traditional cooking will find Ask Wardy too. Thanks so much. God bless you. And I'll see you next week.